All right, kia ora and welcome back to Ngahere Talks. Oh, I'm so excited about our kōrero we're about to have today. I have the beautiful, strong, independent, confident, amazing wahine, Nairine Crowley here with me ah. tonight. What's up, Nai? What's up, It's so good to have you here. Oh, it's so um, good to be here. Nairine and I have known each other for <laughs> a few years now through um, mahi and, and other things that we do together. And I have a lot of respect for Nai and who she is as a person, um, but also what she's been able to achieve and the way that she spends her life. So thank you so much for, for coming and sharing a all with me today, Ehoa. It's a really choice to have you. But oh, I will let you introduce yourself um, to our thousands and hundreds and thousands <laughs> and millions of hundreds listeners. Hundreds and thousands of people out Yeah, there. yeah, go on, um, Okay, kia ora, talo palava. My name is Nairene Crowley. I am a professional MMA fighter. Um, That's right. I am professional <laughs> MMA fighter and I've been fighting for about, uh, professionally for about three and a half years. I've just gotten back in the country. I've been living over in Bali for three years. Um, I am half Samoan, half Kiwi, um, with Irish descent, and um, I, yeah, yeah, that's me, basically, in a nutshell. In a nutshell, <laughs> uh, well, we're going to crack that nut right yeah. open <laughs> and get nut. right into it, but we were just saying off, off um, mic before, <laughs> one of my favourite memories of Nairine was when I left my role at Auckland Council, and at my farewell, she belted out this beautiful, yeah. I didn't actually know she was such a good singer, <laughs> But she belted out poor Karikariana in the middle of the white Auckland Council <laughs> offices. And honestly, she was just, you were just saying eh, how you couldn't look me in the eye because otherwise you would cry. Yeah, and yeah. I was holding back the tears mm-hmm. as well. That's how yeah. beautiful it was and, oh, and how meaningful it was to me. But also how blown away I was with how beautiful yeah. your voice was, girl. Oh, I do you know what I remember from that is like my voice was shaking so hard because I just didn't anticipate <laughs> all the emotion that was going to come as soon as I started singing. I was like, ah! That's an emotional Pat- thing, eh? Yeah. Especially giving a call like that. Yeah, and I was really, really upset when you left us. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome to see what you've kind of created, man. This is incredible. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. It's been a labour of love, that's yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, that's for yeah. sure. So, love. man, I don't know where to even begin with you, but um, you're on the fight scene. Yes. Um, oh, what is it like getting punched in the face, kicked all over your body? Yeah. But then also inflicting that on other people. Yeah, what it's uh. It's a weird construct, actually. Like, um, a lot of people don't really get it, you know, and they'll look at me and be like, I'll, I'll kind of tell them, like, um, what I do. And they're like, what? You're a fighter? And they kind of look me up and down. They're like, hey, and they can't really put two <laughs> or two together. You're not scary. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and so um, people don't really always get it, you know. Like, um, for me, I just always remember, like, I had grown up as a Kiwi kid, like, playing a lot of sports, um, team sports, and almost every sport you could probably think of, tag, touch, rugby, um, netball, athletics, um, and so, but it was something about fighting that just got me this incredible rush, and I remember it vividly um, from my first fight. It was a terrible thing, a terrible <laughs> fight, terrible, like, video. I, I remember like this fight. Oh, God, it was <laughs> horrible, but just, I just, the one thing I remember about that day was just the rush yeah. that I got, and I knew from that moment it was like I just it was like this thing I just had to keep doing it, keep doing it because, and I've said this a couple of times, but um, for me fighting and in the and the whole process of the life that I live, it's um, it's beautiful, you know, and people don't always get to see that side mm. of it, you know, but um, uh, uh, fighting is something that tests the 
a complete human body in every kind of way that it exists today you know yeah. mental emotional physical spiritual um and uh I, it took me like over the years this is what i've kind of come to realize is that i love it for those reasons mm. i love it because it's absolutely challenged me in every single kind of part of my being um and i've i've grown a lot through the sport and yeah. um it's saved me in in a lot of moments too so do you when you when you like hit someone yeah. someone else <laughs> and inflict pain on them do you feel like powerful yeah there is this kind of like um yeah the sense of i don't know how to exc- uh, you could kill it. someone eh? you actually could <laughs> you have that much skill and power that you could i, I guess if you so. wanted to if not I that you to. would yeah 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 if i wanted that's to that's buzzy so. yeah yeah these are the kind of things that you learn and it's crazy like you learn these skills that that, that give you this incredible sense of power and, and dominance. Mm. Um, but then there's this other side to it that you get brought up in an environment of a huge amount of respect. And, yeah, that's and, cool. Um, and you learn how to control, control um, you know, y- your mind um, in those moments. So you Because I was going to say, you like Mr. <laughs> Miyagi or Cobra Kai? <laughs> 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 uh, good question. You're you mis- I reckon you're Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go with Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Honestly, I always I, I like boxing as exercise. Clearly, um, but I, I, the the few times that I've been asked, would you be interested in training for like a corporate fight? Yeah. The thing that puts me off is actually I don't know that I could punch people. Yeah, like right. that I could hit them. I reckon you could. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, you just get you get to a point where you don't see it as you're hurting someone. You see it as like this kind of like chess match rivalry bit of a chess match yeah Yeah, and you kind of everything that you've learned up until that point you get to test so it's like a challenge you know it's not really going in there and like brawling with someone and trying to hurt someone it's like having to play this bit of a mind game and bit of a chess game and absorbing all of your learnings and and then you're in this moment where you've got the lights the cameras the action the people all of the adrenaline that comes with it the nerves yeah and controlling all of that to 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 face this person in front of you that's gone you know exactly the same route yeah to do the same training you know what do you feel in your journey so far Uh, i want to kind of soon i want to rewind it and kind of understand your journey to becoming where you are right now but what would you say so far has been your biggest achievement in the fighting world um being the first female um kiwi to perform on one championship Asia's biggest fight promotion. Yeah, that was my biggest um, promo- That was my biggest achievement to date, and um, and the fight itself. I mean, I took the fight on two weeks' notice. Mm. That's the thing with fighting, and and kind of why I left New Zealand is, I knew that being so far away um, from opportunities would kind of be this barrier for me. So being in Asia, we got exposed to a lot uh, more opportunities over there, and it was things like that where I got given the biggest opportunity of my life on two weeks notice mm. and they flew me over and uh and yeah and, and it was just so you've incredible. always got to be ready eh? yeah yeah you do just stay ready yeah 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 so it's work it's work for us yeah you know so cool so let's uh, take us on a bit of a journey like where did um what was it like for you growing up and where does this kind of the fact that you're a fighter now where has that shown up i guess in, in your life journey yeah um, so growing up, like I said, like my parents, we've always been quite, uh, quite uh, physically active. You know, my dad always pushed us into athletics early, Harriers, which is like long, t- long distance running. Yeah, yeah. Hash house always, Harriers. Oh I my god! That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're always running and doing stuff, and 
I played netball for eight years and gone into tag rugby and started representing nationally. And um, so I played a lot of sport, you know, and, and my parents have always been quite supportive. But I, I do remember one time, um, you know, when schools offer like those community classes mm-hmm. and, and they used to have the books where they would like send them to houses and you'd see which classes they offer. And I saw karate one time when I was younger. I think I might have been like 15, 14, 15. And I asked my dad, I was like, can I do this class? And he was straight away, nope. No, never wanted me in it. Didn't want me doing any of that. Um, so yeah, at, at this the I kind of fell into fighting a little bit. Um, started off doing boot camps. I actually got invited to do like a boot camp thing, and um, and uh, I turned up, and it was it was a whole bunch of fighters who were like using the boot camp as like a way to stay fit mm. on Sundays. And so that's how I kind of got into it. They would like talk about fighting and stuff. I was like, oh, Are that you talking about cool. the Wild Stables? I'm talking about the Wild oh. Stables Sunday Hill Sessions at Odahu <laughs> Rugby Club. You know it. <sighs> if you know that Sunday Hill Session, yeah, gosh, that was back in the day. And we were just, uh, so that's how I fell into it. And then they kind of talked me into coming to the gym, which is at the back of a house. Um, mm. And that's where I learned how to, how to fight. And um, you know what's funny? Like, um, for some reason, I just know in my heart that I was, I was always meant to be doing something like this Mm. um yeah I don't know I just had this thing in me that was a a little bit kind of even when I used to play netball like I'm not proud of it netball is a non-contact sport right (laughs) but for some like just somehow I just it became contact for me you know like I just always had this like sense to like and I think it was also because I was always the smallest I was always small I was always little I was always being picked on so you had to have a bit of fight in you you have to you know my mom taught me this um very young um, that it doesn't, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I was always, and my dad used to say that a lot, and so I was always, all, without even really realising it, like almost trying to prove myself, mm. you know, trying to prove myself that I can do this, I can do what those people are doing, and I can do it better than they can. So I always had this, like, l- little bit of, and it was, and also it was because I was incredibly competitive. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you have to have that, I reckon, mm. I to be... Mm. At the level that you're at. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, I bet. Com- are you competitive with yourself? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know, our biggest critics. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a journey in itself. <laughs> are there any other fighters in your family? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funny you should ask that. Um, well, my sister uh, is currently signed to WWE over in um, Orlando, Florida, yeah. which is... Um, United States biggest wrestling organization, entertainment wrestling, and um, man, she's she's paving the way over there for what she does, and I'm so proud of her. Um, does she love it? She loves it. Yeah, and she's been doing it longer than I've. Is it as much for. of a show as we as it looks like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah it's part a, performance, part. Yeah, yeah, but they put their bodies on the line too. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, totally. Uh, but it's it's uh, sport entertainment, and she just she's just doing so well. So she, she got massive opportunities. Um, quite early um so she was fighting oh she was wrestling over in australia then she got offered for contracts in japan then she was living in japan for a bit then she got to the states and it took her a couple of times but she uh yeah got signed in the end and she's doing awesome over there yeah so her name is dakota kai her wrestling name is dakota kai Kilda dakota Dakota yeah my brother's a fighter too just not an official one he just beats me up a lot (laughs) keeps you humble yeah eh? yeah (laughs) oh awesome well, I'm going to go, before we, I've got heaps of stuff I want to talk to you about. Okay. But I had this person that is a fighter herself. She's kind of coming through um, and knows heaps about you when she heard that I was uh, 
talking to you. She sent for a bunch of questions. Ah, that's so awesome. I thought we'd kind of roll through How some cool. of these okay. from a young up and coming female fighter oh, okay. to a professional female fighter. Awesome. So shout out to you, Tururai. Hi, Tururai. These Thank questions you for sending these questions in. Are from her. <laughs> I wish you were here. <laughs> Me too, actually. I was a little bit like, like I said before, I was like, man, I don't know what kind of questions to ask someone that right. fights other than, is it sore and are you crazy? <laughs> oh, and yes how and much yes. money do you make? <laughs> yes and yes. <laughs> yes and yes and heaps. No, and not much at all. <laughs> but, I mean, so we've kind of talked through some of these. Um, have you done any other type of martial arts? Uh, yes, so, so I started with um, Muay Thai. So Muay Thai is a specific martial art. There's two types of kickboxing. There's normal kickboxing and then there's Muay Thai, which is, um, it's, uh, it's origins thai? are in Thailand. Yeah. Yep, yep. So they started there. The difference between Muay Thai and kickboxing is you've got more weapons, so you can use your elbows <coughs> and you can use your um, knees. I don't think you can use your knees in kickboxing. Oh, no, you can. Sorry, my apologies. You can use elbows is the main difference. Um so, yeah, I started with Muay Thai and um, I was competing in Muay Thai amateur on the amateur circuit here in New Zealand for a few years. And then I kind of ran out of opponents. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I knew that the one way that I could get more fights is if I started to expand my knowledge with fighting and, and just fight, start fighting across. So they, my coaches at the time recommended that I start learning um, the, the specifics of MMA, mixed martial arts, mm. which is a combination of a whole, it, all martial art, you know? So it's yeah. it's uh, Muay Thai, <coughs> boxing, jiu-jitsu, wrestling. Um, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff that people kind of kind of specialize in mm. um, that, that they add their own flavor from. They pull from different kind of martial arts to bring it all into one package. Um, so yeah, I started learning jujitsu, wrestling, um, started tidying up all my hands at the same boxing. time. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, which was incredible. So I did most of my learning in the beginning stages at uh, Auckland MMA in um, mm-hmm. Pokeranga. and so I was there for a couple of years under um, Hamish and Van, and um, yeah, I, I loved it. Uh, learning, in particular, like, um, and this is what uh, uh, what I think is like uh, really incredible is. Pacific Islanders and Maoris are naturally disposed to things like wrestling and that mm. ca- that contact and yeah. um, that control, that physical dominance, you know. And so, yeah, it's quite popular that they get into things like boxing and kickboxing, but there's always been this weird kind of thing about wrestling, mm. you know, because I think they're still kind of coming around to it, like being in that environment where they see it as a competition uh, instead of something that's like weird, like people are like grabbing onto each yeah, other and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, hugging but on the man, floor. so, like when when uh, our, our our genetic makeup is built for the sport and it's it's a shame that it's not so much more popular mm. in New Zealand you know because I think that Kiwis would just dominate you yeah. know they really really would it's that whole thing with why we're so good at rugby they love yeah. that contact they love that dominance where they can control and um so yeah so wrestling for me has been one of uh, it's becoming one of my more favorite yeah. martial arts uh I love it I was because I was going to ask you that like yeah. if if it wasn't so much about finding the opponents and being able to sustain it, yeah. which one would you choose? Uh, oh. <laughs> wrestling would be up there. I do yeah. always. I do have love for Muay Thai because it was my first. Yeah, um, and, I, and that's where I'm comfortable. You know, I'm comfortable with my stand up. Uh, 
but yeah, wrestling wrestling is fun for me, and yeah. jiu-jitsu is fun for me, so I love What's it. What's the difference between those two? So wrestling is like stand-up, uh, sta- so in the standing position, and you do things like oh, takedowns, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how to like uh, manipulate and get around and control people with like things like suplexes and, and start throwing people around and stuff, yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. jiu-jitsu is more focused on the ground, so ground yeah, stuff yeah. like uh, arm bars, chokes, uh, leg locks, all the kind of submissions, and uh, yeah, I never want to get on your bad side. This is a cool question. Like, when you started training, did you know that you were going to fight, or did, did you know that that was going to be a pathway for you? Oh man, um, hmm. uh, it got me really, really excited, and, mm. and and this was the first time in my life where like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it was like something changed inside mm. of me um, after that first fight. It was like, uh, yeah, I kind of had this like uh, epiphany where I was like, oh my god, like this is it. Like, yeah, this is this is happiness in its purest form. It's like to get to that first fight that I won. Um, uh, I went through like I think I trained for like two or three months for that first fight. And um, I went on this emotional, incredible emotional roller coaster where I was like crying. And, I remember and that. So, I remember talking yeah, to you about and it and like, and the food. Up. Oh my God, and food. <laughs> food is like the biggest part of like what um, I, uh, str- I struggled with it. You know, I, I yeah. did, I struggled with it. D- uh, with, as soon as someone tells you that you can't eat something, you're like, yeah. oh, Everyone, or like, don't push the red button. And all you're doing yeah. is like looking at the red button, you know, like. <laughs> Man, food is, and it's 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 obviously like one of the bigger parts of what we do. So mm. it, over the years, it's it's gotten so much better, and there's a lot more science out now that um, is supporting like uh, our performance and and um, optimal performance and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, so yeah, there was something about it. I think in that moment after that first fight, there was something about it, and I was just like, I just got to keep doing this. Yeah, this is what makes like me happy, and I awesome. knew like um, when. I think it was further down the road where I had gotten a little bit, uh, I'd been in the sport for a couple of years and I'd kind of reached this like path where I could do what I was doing and stay in a good job and do what's making my parents happy and get money and follow the natural progression of things as you'll get, you get told, you know, how to do it. Mm. Or, um, man, I could just take a leap of faith and just, follow this and do what makes me happy and everything else will fall into place, you know? And so like, yeah, that's kind of what happened is I just, once I left New Zealand, it was like that I was all in. Yeah. Once I made the decision to leave New Zealand, I was all in. It was like, that's it. Yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. That's so cool. You actually just answered the next question oh. <laughs> by saying that, which was all about like what made you change careers, but it, yeah. was, it was the was fact that you fell in love with it, right? Yeah. 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 And you knew yeah. that that was your pathway. Yeah. That's so cool. How did you overcome the fear of fighting? You know what, I, I think with fighting there will always be fear. Yeah. Um, Good, I think, that's a um, cool answer. But fear is not the, um, uh, fear, what is the saying? It's, it's not uh, the destination. Eh? Yeah, it's, someone was saying that um, courage isn't the absence of fear, it's the, it's the, it's the willingness to willingness to overcome it. Mm. That's what courage is, you know? Yeah. Because when you're courageous there will always be fear there, but it's that step off the ledge you know, it's that walk down the ramp to the ring, mm. you know. Um, that's what courage is. And I think every fight, whether it, 
fear presents itself in the form of nerves, mm. in the form of um, uh, a doubt, doubt, you know, yeah. like it'll always be there, you know. And so a lot of my training before that is to, to prepare myself to, to meet these, you know, yeah. and, and I'll like be experiencing. the mental, emotional yeah. side, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'll be standing out the back, you know, I can hear the crowd and that's where the nerves are coming. And I've gotten to a point now where – I welcome the nerves. Mm. You know, I was like, oh, oh, there they are. There they're high. Yeah, and I talk up? to them, hey, <laughs> nerves, how's it going? You know, because awesome. it's, it's all part of it. You know, yeah. you've got to kind of accept that it's always going to be there. Because um, yeah. if you try and push it away, it almost makes it worse. You're almost in the state of denial. Yeah. So, yeah, I've gotten to the point and now. And can you harness that adrenaline as well? Of course. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think that's the point. And, and uh, you kind of just like vibe. You start to vibe yeah. off it. And for me, like um, – in my most recent fight, I think that's where I've I fe- I felt the most growth mm. because uh, um, walking down that runway, I think that I was the most calm that I've ever felt. And I was, you, you kind of think, you put things into perspective, right? So um, walking down that ramp, I was um, kind of um, repeating to myself in my head, like, you're, you're going to die one day, you know? And it's what you do here on this, here on earth is what's going to matter the, the most, you know? So... Go and make yourself proud, you know. But you're going to die one day. That's all I was reminding myself. You're going to end up dying one day. You are only yeah, human, yeah. you know. She is only human. Yeah. You kind of get to this point where you're building this other person up to be this, like, super saiyan, like, yeah, super yeah, powers yeah, in yeah, your mind. Yeah, like, true. You step across the ring from her and you look at her. Yeah. And then I was looking at my opponent in my last fight. I could see her jaw trembling when we were standing, like, right yeah, across from each other. Yeah. I was like, man, she's scared. Oh, yeah. she's not scared, but I think that she was just a little bit nervous. Yeah, she's got nerves you know? too. Yeah. yeah, she's only yeah. human. And it's only in that moment when I was like, man, we are just, we are the same. You know, she's yeah. not the superhuman. Because that takes some guts, man, to sit there and look someone in the face. Yeah. yeah. Stare them in the eyes and then yeah. take them on one-on-one. Yeah. There's nothing else, eh, yeah. but you two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was so incredible amazing. too. You know, she was young. so, And I think that was one of the um, bigger promotions that she's been fighting on. So oh, she's uh, had a chance to fight on. So it was yeah, nice of yeah. her to take the fight. I was really grateful. Um, next question. How did you get scouted to fight in one championship? Um, I was just in the right place at the right time. Um Actually, no. I worked hard. I was going to say, I, give yourself a bit. I worked hard to girl. get there. <laughs> I worked hard to get there. Yeah. I, uh, I was fighting in a promotion underneath that's kind of semi-linked to one championship around Asia for a couple of years, called One Warrior Series. And so, a lot of us from the gym at Bali MMA, where I was based, we all kind of, um, kind of trialed for this um, One Warrior Series. A couple of us were fighting under this promotion, and the idea was that 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 successful people from this promotion would get brought up. Mm-hmm. It, never really, it was really rare that it happened, but the fact of the matter was you were under the eyes of the people that were on the big leagues, you know? Like, yeah, they yeah. would hear about your name, and as long as you fought well and you p- performed well and you carried yourself well and, and with a lot of respect, and it's huge over there, you know? Um, Asia, they, they don't really like to promote people that they don't see... Um, with a good brand, you know, mm. behind them. So branding yourself and marketing yourself as a fighter is, is incredibly important over there. You yeah, and you're doing well at that. I'm, I'm learning. I've had to yeah, learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, a lot of it was self-taught, you know, like uh, all the stuff. Actually, like everything that I did, and, and it's it's crazy, man, because I get to a point in my life where I'm like, damn, I wish I did this earlier. I wish I started earlier. But in reality, like, and people have told me this too, is like you travel on your own journey, right? And you, you pick up skills and, and uh, I did three years of study doing a Bachelor of Communications and then I worked at council for a few years. So 
I really feel like I was in the right place uh, to be able to like learn the skills that actually supported what I was doing over there. Mm. I learned how to, um, you know, brand myself and market myself in a way that, um, you know, I was able to like sort of seek out sponsorships for myself. Um, a lot of fighters don't know how to do that. So they get managers, you know, mm. and then they have to pay the manager, you know. Mm. So I, I learned how to create brand and uh, like sponsorship proposals, you know, and I'll send, you know, so it's you have to, as a fighter, especially a female fighter, you know, because, um, uh, I think that there's a bit of a niche market there in mm. terms of like uh, uh, representing brands and and uh, and I really feel like this is something that female fighters should tap into because um, uh, they could be getting a lot more than what they're getting, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so um, I'm lucky enough that I've been able to kind of like navigate this pathway. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's an incredible journey. Yeah. So getting scouted is about tr- working hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then putting yep. yourself in the right positions. Yeah, building a good solid brand. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? Yeah, and work. And j- did you say working hard? Like just yeah. train. Yeah, but say it again. <laughs> yeah. Working hard. Well, you got to be ready for it, of right? Course. Physically, emotionally, yes. mentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and having the right people around yeah, you. Yeah, I was going to say connections and networks. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like, yeah. I was very lucky at that gym. Like, I had uh, a group of coaches who, uh, you know, for the most part, they really, really looked after me. You know, mm. and they uh, and, and and I was with the right people, so they had a good brand themselves, the mm. gym. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's huge, yeah, having the right people around you to to uh, represent you and support you in a way that, yeah, you feel confident going into these kinds yeah. of massive yeah. moments, you know. I was following your journey just, you know, from afar mm. and seeing you, like, flying all around <laughs> Southeast Asia or wherever <laughs> around Asia. Couldn't really keep up. <laughs> but look at Nye, she's just cruising around. And yeah. then, like, probably my favourite content of yours is just showing all the mean-ass cheap eats <laughs> yeah. all around Asia. It's like, oh, there was one, yeah. I don't know, there was one you did, there was two of you that were hanging I can't even remember where, but it was just like every day you were just munching, munching, munching. <laughs> Everything cost like a dollar. I was like, oh, I want to go there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was cool. So yeah, I was, I was, I, I wish I was able to kind of um, uh, uh, document more, you know, yeah, like I while bet. I was over there. I, I really I wish that I had like the the equipment and stuff to be able to document yeah. and vlog. And but you yeah, just need it was a, cool. a content creator yeah. following you around. Don't yeah, you? I know, right? Getting that content, girl. <laughs> Getting that content. Okay, what else have we got in here? This one's interesting. What's your perspective of the fight scene? Or fighting style in Aotearoa compared to the rest of the world? Oh, uh, yeah, we're so strong. We are so Ooh. strong in that world stage. Um, oh, I mean, if you just look at the most recent, the one yeah. that you were in recently, eh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So many Kiwis. Yes, yeah, and that promotion, King in the Ring, is uh, one of the biggest promotions in New Zealand in terms of uh, 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 getting yourself out there for international promoters to see, mm. see you um, if you're if you a uh, kick, kick fighter so, or kickboxing. Uh, kickboxer um but man the standard here is so strong but i think there's just we're just kind of coming up in terms of international standard for like the wrestling and the and the jiu-jitsu stuff mm. um but man when kiwis go overseas they represent we've just had uh jj wilson from uh from new zealand he's been living over in the states um for a while now maybe four years and he's on a massive promotion called bellator and he is incredible. He's a young kid, young Māori kid, started here. Man, he's got a, an incredible journey too. He was living at the gym for a long time. Um, like yeah, literally? Literally living in the... Yeah, it was his whatty. Yeah, yeah. It was his whatty. He would train every day, this young kid. And um, 
he has um, absolutely just created uh, a mark for himself over there, mm-hmm. and everyone uh, is really he's he's almost the champ in that division, and he's yeah. like black belt jujitsu, which is the highest level of jujitsu that you can get. Um, but man, when Kiwis perform overseas, we do really well for ourselves. You know, like we throw down. That's There's so this cool. level of toughness that I think that is uh, is so incredible. Main. What's it like training at City Kickboxing among some of the top boxers, kickboxers and MMA fighters of Aotearoa? Yeah, it's cool. It's so cool. Um, even for I mean, me, you're like, included in that. So yeah, but even then, like even I you get fangled? so um, yeah overwhelmed. Yeah. Like I remember the first day I that I walked in. sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like because I'm at a gym with like Israel Adesanya, Brad Riddell, Kai Kai Cutter France. Even I know those Shane, names. Though. Shane Young, you know, like. Yeah. Walking so in cool. there, it's a, <coughs> it's incredible. Just um, yeah, like I say, even for me, I've been fighting for um, go professionally for three and a half years, and I came home and it was really overwhelming for me to kind of like come out of quarantine and then have to approach a gym like that that is so internationally re- um, renowned now. Um, and did you not already have connections in there? I did, I did, but um, but I'd never kind of spent a lot of time around yeah, those guys because yeah. I, I, for the most part, before I left New Zealand, I was at a different gym. So, yeah, um, true. So walking in, man, they've just welcomed me with open arms oh, and I like awesome. I train alongside those guys. Like it's incredible to have that opportunity to just be around them and uh, I've any seen like pulled any good moves on them? Nah, well, that, <laughs> those guys are a lot bigger, you know. Still, <laughs> but um, but nah, just just they're all amazing, incredible guys for the for the level of uh, or the standard that they fight on and the stages that they fight on. They're all super humble, amazing dudes, and they. Yeah. I just I am just like soaking it all up being at that gym. Like even the female talent over there, like not a lot of people know about, you know. There's a lot of strong women at that gym. You've got Jenna Fabian, Baby Nansen, Wendy Talbot, um, just a whole bunch of like really talented girls that I'm, you know, so lucky to have around me because mm. um, we all level each other up, you know. Iron sharpens iron, so. Yeah, I mean. An, an amazing Do gym. you still go by the name Neutron Bomb? <laughs> God. <laughs> I should be used to it by now, but I just... Uh, I don't even mean no that as a thing. Oh, that no, was no, like no, a no. legitimate question. <laughs> the like, end bomb. Like it's, like, it's part of my identity because that's how I started, you know, but I just... Uh, but you're mature it now. It was given to me, you know, like... Um, does, and it, just, does it roll like that in MMA? Do people have those? Uh, some people do. I really oh, am thinking... Of, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Some people do, you know, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, but my usually you don't. Um, what would what do you wish your alias was? Oh, then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it wouldn't be the first one that I would have come up with. You know what I mean? But um, uh, fight names are interesting things because your coaches usually kind of give them to you. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, like yeah. a rite of passage. So you, I remember when in our first gym, uh, Wild Stables, um, which isn't around anymore, but we were based in Oahu, uh, and um, and. Yeah, it was like this thing where you would have three fights and then you could choose your walkout song music that would be your walkout song. Before that, you didn't have any right to choose your walkout song. You know, you yeah, just give yeah. whatever the DJ would give you. Um, and then your coaches will give you, I think it's like five wins or something. Yeah, then, then the coaches come together and they give you a fight name. And it's like, yeah, so that was mine. So I've had it for a long time. Um, I still I got my got t-shirt. Po- I still rock that tee. Thank you so much. <laughs> I actually was supposed to wear it today. I forgot. Oh, that's <laughs> all right. It's okay. I need to do more. I need to print more. Because yes, I really like, actually like that, des- that design. But yeah. 
neutral valves part of the uh, France. So, yeah, it is. <laughs> Sorry for is. making you squirm so yeah, much on that right. one. It's okay. All right, let's go back to these questions here. What's your end goal? What's your big dream? I like that one. Yeah, this is a great question. Um, so for me, um, fighting, although it's something that I that I love, and when I left New Zealand, I had this really massive ambition and this goal, and and I've always wanted. I've always kind of, um, sorry, like um, uh, felt like I I want to dream big. I, I want to have big goals, so it scares me, you know. And mm. when I left New Zealand, I told myself I wanted to be world champion, and um along the way like things have kind of happened that um that have grown me in a way that you know my goals have changed a, a little bit um you know I think with me for fighting um I just want to get to a point where I make myself proud and I, I do make myself proud in moments but there is just um I, I'll know I'll know when I get to a point where I'm like wow like look at what you've achieved and mm. for me it's not really the accolades or the belts like a lot of people kind of get the wrong impression and they think that people get in it for the accolades and the mm. bling and all that stuff but for me it's like this continuous journey of improvement and so um i'm i'm so stoked that i've been able to have the opportunities that uh i've had i've fought on the biggest promotion in asia um i've fought against some of the top female athletes in the world that are that are still actively fighting and wow. so for me um my big goal um is to use my fighting and to use what I know how to do and actually uh, look at avenues and how I can influence other people and so for me coming back um, I want to work with women and like if we're looking at like my big goal it's like actually how can I use fighting as a vehicle to kind of like create change mm. and create you know um, a, 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 just an environment of empowerment for women you know because mm. That's that's my passion, man. I've worked with so many women in the past, and when you can see them like light up with some of the things that you take them through, using fighting or using fighting and talking about you know other things around fighting, their mental well being and all that kind of stuff, like you can see when when people are changing and like that's beautiful for me, you know. And like I want to work with young women. I want to use fighting and martial arts as a vehicle to kind of like really create the sense of empowerment for women yeah. and build warriors all over mm. Aotearoa. <laughs> Let's go. And you know what? I really, I really, really want to dig into this. And as you're talking, I was like, shall we segue to this right now? <laughs> but I think there's a couple more cool questions yeah. and then we're going to swing back around. Yeah, sure. um, because it's even cool just listening to you, the the way that you talk about what you're suit, what you're actually passionate about here. And like, you talk about fighting like it's, like you love it as well yeah. but that was actually quite cool to watch right. how you just sparked out right there <laughs> and, I, and I'm super passionate about that same thing so yeah. Yeah. so that's all good uh who are some fighters that you look up to oh good question uh Jason Suddy uh so he's a he's a coach at ATK elite Thai kickboxing here in New Zealand uh, he was one of my kind of inspirations coming up when I was a when I was a novice fighter um and he helped me a lot um just with little bits of knowledge as I was coming up he's an incredible um fighter he he, um yeah paved a lot of the the way for Kiwi fighters to come through on the big K1 circuits so Jason Suddy uh Ray Sefo Ray Sefo is now Mm. based in the States he has his own um 
promotion called PFL, um, and he's just doing amazing things over there. Just really Mark Hunt, you know, really strong Pacific Maori fighters that did did the damn thing, yeah. and they came from Aotearoa, you know, and so. Uh, and so those are like you know some of my top fighters. I've also got you know female fighters like Tiffany Timebomb and Seuss, who is like one of my really good good friends now. I trained with her in um, in Bali, and uh, we became really really good friends. And before that, I was she was like my idol. Did you fight her? No. no. Oh uh, well, did I? We had like a fight night at Bali MMA one time, and she yeah. was in the other corner. Those, like, oh, well, we fought over something yeah, else yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's incredible, man. She's, so she's from the States. Uh, she's a, a multiple-time glory world champion, and um, wow. she's incredible. Um, her um, One of the fighters also, female fighters, Jingdong Zhang, uh, Zhang Jingdong, Zhang, Zhong Jingnan, sorry, I've got to get it out. Zhong Jingnan, who is from China, she based herself in Bali MMA for a while. She's the one championship, world champion strawweight holder. So just being around girls and like that, like that just absolutely like blow my mind. Just the yeah. way that they train, the way they think, how they train, you know, it's just super inspirational and so yeah those are a few of my top fighters awesome yeah. that's really cool even i'm getting inspired <laughs> and I, I barely even know these people <laughs> okay uh this one's pretty cool um because you picked up martial arts a little bit later in life yeah what would your advice be to adults who have started training and want to make genuine careers out of fighting man yeah uh just do what i did <laughs> just jump could you be too old no, never, yeah. never, ever. I just, and I, I really like resent when people kind of say that because I'm like, man, people have this like this idea that there's like a limit on, mm. on how on when you should when you should be doing things in life, and that's like, man, uh, the first thing that we should stop doing is like uh, like limiting ourselves. You yeah, know? yeah, so yeah. I started when I was like twenty twenty four, twenty five, and that's late, you know, like. Um, but I've also been around other people that have started late too, and they was they were doing the same thing. You know, yeah. if you are dedicated, if it makes you happy, if you have the 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 support network around you and the in the time, and if your body's able to keep up, man, I just encourage people to do what makes them happy in life. You know, like yeah. life's way too short. You know, people are caught um, in moments doing things that that become mundane. You know, and I think that's where. Uh, you know, we're finding a lot of this like uh, this this uh, issue with our mental health kind of declining a lot, as people are kind of realizing that they're stuck in these like things that they don't really know how to get out of, or they don't know what decisions to make to mm. to make them happy again. And I think that yeah, I just encourage anyone if if you find something that really sparks that light inside of you and. You'll know it, like man. Just keep doing it. Just go keep for on it, eh? doing it. Yeah. How does it actually work, like to become professional and to make a living? Mm. How do you actually get paid? So, uh, yeah, you've kind of you, you've got to obviously like be doing quite well. Um, mm. So, and then leaving, like for me, I knew that I was in a position where if I stayed in New Zealand, I wouldn't be able to. To, to live off what I did ever. Yeah, yeah. So um, I knew leaving New Zealand would, would be the way that I was going to end up having to, to go. So when I left New Zealand, I went to Thailand um, and I was 
the so, idea that I, the idea is that you kind of like for fighting it specific uh, specifically you basically have to uh like put yourself in a gym or in an environment where they are linked to the kind of promotions you've got to have a really clear idea of what you want mm. i knew what i want i knew where i wanted to fight professionally i wanted to fight professional mma um and I knew that I had to be around gyms that could connect me to the promotions that would get me paid. Yeah. So when I left New Zealand, I already had connections with a gym in Thailand called Phuket Top Team. And I knew that if I based myself with them, they would be the ones that would kind of like communicate because those are the ones that have the relationships with the promotions. The unfortunate thing was that uh, when I got to Thailand, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm. And uh, it really kind of, man that was tough that was yeah, really tough because yeah. i had just uprooted my life yeah. and uh i i kind of got to a point where i was forcing myself to just do the thing because i was like i've left new zealand i've got to work I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'd sold everything i'd yeah. sold everything and yeah, i had nothing and moved, you eh? know and so um yeah i i i was kind of like for some reason i just didn't click with the gym um just the, the, the energy and the dy dynamics just really conflicted with my moral compass and mm. I really wasn't enjoying training anymore. It became this chore. Uh, everything just got harder. Everything got harder and we were lucky like that we actually just got approached somehow. Somehow the universe just kind of like linked us in and we got connected to Bali and, you mm. know, we were in a position where I was over there with my partner at the time um, and, uh, yeah, we were just kind of in a position where we both were like, ah! Let's go. Yeah. You just have to respond. Yeah. You know, you have to awesome. respond. So um, you can't kind of hold and on. And that was the best thing, eh? Yeah, it yeah. really was. So you get paid for fighting and yeah. promotions. That's yes. what you, when yes. you say promotions, eh? Yes. It's like a yeah. fight night. Yeah. So, so you get more if you win and less if you lose or? Um, so the idea is you when you with when you sign a contract, the promotion gives you, the promotions that I fought for, they give you uh, a fight um fight purse and then a win purse oh, so you yeah. you basically your win purse is basically like your fight purse so you get you d don't double. get paid by double but you'll yeah, always yeah. get your fight purse regardless yeah you know so um yeah that's basically how it yeah is. and yeah. then do you supplement with like sponsorships and yes. stuff yeah 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 so, so it's kind of like any professional sport yeah. eh? you get money for playing yeah. and then you can make more through sponsorships yeah. marketing exactly yeah 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 yeah, yeah. A lot of work. A lot of business. <laughs> <laughs> it is, eh? And that's the reality. Like, even before we were talking about some stuff, I was like, there's a whole business side to this. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. When we were talking about marketing and all yeah, of that yeah. um, and building your brand, yes. it's just like anything else. Yeah, yeah. you got to define who are you, what's your message, yeah. what are you trying to achieve, what yeah. have you got to offer, yeah. and then put it out there. Uh, yeah. But you exactly. are. You're doing a good job. I like. I love Thanks. your content. <laughs> good work, girl. All right, this one here, uh, this is going to segue us back to the um, wahine empowerment, but how do we grow and normalise martial arts for females in Aotearoa? We make it accessible. We Let's go. We make it accessible. <laughs> this we is make how. It, <laughs> we make it less intimidating for women to enter martial arts gyms. Um, we... Uh, Did you say you're starting up a gym? <laughs> <laughs> I've got pads in my car. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just think that the biggest barrier for women accessing this kind of thing is there's still that kind of like intimidation factor for women getting yeah, into. Yeah, totally. You know, it's intimidating for w walking into a big gym that you don't know really know anyone, but you really want to give it a go. You don't know what you're doing, and then there's all these other people that all do know what you're doing. Going on and then there's violence, yeah. you know. And there's people yelling at you, and you, it's not <laughs> inviting, you know. And so yeah. for me. Um, a lot of like, 
the, the, the PTs that I do at the moment are, are women that have come to me and they're like, hey, I just want to learn a little bit before I go into the gym. I'm like, cool, let's go because it's the best way for women to kind of like get used to the technique and get um, kind of comfortable with how to do things. And then that kind of, I just like, okay, you're a free bird now. Fly your wings, yeah. go into the main classes now. But um, yeah. but the idea is that you, um, you have to kind of like uh, uh, present it to women differently because women just see fighting as this blood and guts mm. and gore still thing yes um thing still and um it's not like that at all you know yeah. there's a beautiful art to it and that's why it is called martial arts is because there's this yeah. there's this kind of beautiful way that you learn how to piece things together Discipline, and it's how a you craft, of course it's a yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and i definitely think that you have to have the right person kind of handling that relationship with with people that are new to the sport um but uh yeah yeah, I just think that. Do you have a blocked nose because you're sick or because it got punched so many times? Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I, so it has been broken a couple of times. So I do I've have issues with my breathing. I've been to ask you that for ages. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. That's it's a classic thing. when you talk to fighters, yeah, eh? Yeah, no broken yeah. nose, so deviated septum. I'm always going to have issues with my breathing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds cool. Sounds shakshi. But I was going to say another thing is potentially just more. Wahine like you coming through, right? Yeah, for sure. More role models. Yeah. More um women paving the way yeah. that give a damn yeah. that are gonna invest in. Yeah. And they're they're there but they're just you know It's like not enough. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much sure. to do. Because honestly it's like it's so good. Like I just I'm so passionate because You gotta make me want to like, be a fighter. Yeah, <laughs> it's like honestly like once women start doing this, they when you can realise and understand the strength and the capability of your body and what it can do and when you can feel someone like punch the pad hard and you can see it in the eyes they're like whoa <laughs> man it like uh, it like unleashes this like savageness that i feel <laughs> like women have deep deep inside that we they hide you know we yeah. Do. yeah yeah we're, we're the lioness we're the yeah. ones that yeah, catch man. the prey yes yeah 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 hey. but it's beautiful man and i think the that, lion um, with the mane he just kicks back and waits till it's already <laughs> caught <laughs> so true yeah so true we're the hunters yeah you know like yeah, there's a beautiful strength for women in that, and I think that uh, it just gives them this like beautiful confidence about them. So yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Cool. So I want to talk about. I mean, obviously you're super passionate about women, <coughs> um, but you shared recently some of your experiences, your physical experiences as a woman, um, and the impact that fighting has had on you, particularly your blog you wrote yeah. about what it's done for your ikura, your menstruation. Yes. Do you want to share a little bit about that journey? Yeah, of course. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I wrote a blog not long ago, and I'm going to be honest. Like, I, and I did kind of hint to this. It took me a long time to post it because mm. it was it was it's a super raw, vulnerable. It was the first time that I'd spoken about periods, and um, and it kind of tied into the mental health of female fighters too, because mm. it's all intertwined, you know. And the uh, in essence. Um, there's a culture in fighting and um, it's obviously dominated by men, you know, and so for a long time uh, there's a there's a, there's a male dominance with fighting and um, women are starting to really come up through the sport but there's still so much that needs to be understood about how mm. to optimise female um, performance by understanding how our bodies are so different to men, yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and there's a book out called... Um, called Raw, written by Dr. Stacey Sims, and she's based here in New Zealand. She's a she's originally from either the States or Canada. Um, and she's a doctor, and um, she spoke about how women are not little men. We've got a completely different inner working system. We've got, um, you know, like a, an entire hormonal system going on that, like, yeah. um, 
that that people don't realize it's it just we're so different mm. you know and so the blog was kind of hinting at um my cycle it it kind of was speaking about our cycle because while I was overseas I had spoken to almost all of the women um and that were based you know over at Bali MMA from their respective countries and we were all going through the same thing, mm. you know, but no one knew what it was, you know, they were yeah. just like, so basically what happens, there's this thing called amenorrhea where your body goes into the state of uh, uh, prolonged stress from overtraining, under eating, um, you know, stresses outside of training and inside of training. But then there's also this aspect to it around our mental and emotional health. Mm. So basically all of these things combined under eating, having to make weight for fights, like our bodies as as women are not built for that, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it creates this this incredible stress inside of our bodies that basically shuts our, our um, reproductive system down. And wow. when that happens, it is the first sign that your body is is um, in a prolonged state of stress and you're no longer optimized with your performance. And so yeah, wow. um, what basically happens is your re- reproductive system shuts down because your body feels like it has to be ready for fight or flight all the time because you're mm. training and you're under eating and, and you're running and, and you've got all these stresses about having to make weight and um, doing things right with training and turning up to training at 5 a.m. in the morning. And so mm. sleep also, really, yeah. really important. So... Um, Man, um, so it's been a couple, f- few years now, and mm. I'm still now I'm in the process now where I'm understanding more about it, and I'm on a, a journey to get it back because mm. when I get it back, that's when I know that my body is is working properly and it, and and then what is it? I mean, that's what it does to you physiologically. Yes. What does it do to you mentally and emotionally? Yeah. So, um, I and I spoke about this on the blog too, but um, with women, I think that uh, uh. Obviously, like the culture of the sport needs to be changed, and mm. there are some just little things around it that uh, that uh, can really negatively affect the way that uh, women respond to 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 fighting, you mm. know, and into the the culture of fighting. And so, for me personally, I came up in the sport um, as a woman and being around a lot of men, and um, and there are just. Uh, a lot of comments around in particular I think the ones that really um stuck with me always was like my weight mm. um so weight is a huge part of like fighting for women you know and so um just over the years um uh, there were moments where I really felt uh that there was a huge incredible amount of pressure on my weight mm. and so I f- I um it got really um, it got to the point where it, it became really unhealthy for me because was I was it to keep to it down or yes. to increase it. Yes, yeah, it keep was to it keep down. it down because um, uh, I was always being reminded about um, you know oh, you have to make weight for fights, you have to weigh in. Um, how much do you weigh now? And th- these are conversations that would but happen on a daily basis. All I see on, on your Insta is you eating donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, then yeah. that's the problem. You know, yeah, is that yeah. people don't see they see yeah. they see a very and this is social media, man. Like totally, eh? you don't know. What What's else really I going do. on? You don't yeah. know what else I ate that day, you know? Like, and so when you see me eating donuts, I might have starved myself for two days to do that video. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And no one knows that. And mm. so, um, but it's all to kind of like create this sense of, you know, entertainment or to see, make everyone seem like, you know, sorry, make everyone see that everything's okay. And, yeah, yeah. you know, and so we were never really encouraged to talk about this kind of stuff or in the gym ever. You're not allowed uh-huh. to do you because it's the end scene is complaining mm. or making excuses. 
if someone said something that I didn't agree with, like, you know, they would say, and, I, and these are the comments that I've had, right? So they would say, oh, you look like you had a couple really good meals over the weekend, you know? Like, why are you wearing a baggy shirt? And I would wear baggy shirts when I would feel heavy, you know? Mm. Um, how much you weigh right now? Like, and then and I'd tell them and be like, no, you don't. Don't like, no. go on the scales right now. And the, But it, to them, it's like a jovial thing, you know? It's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's so much part of the culture that it's so normalized but i think there there just needs to be an understanding that woman i don't want to say just woman but me personally um it really deteriorated my health without me realizing until Mm. it was too late and um and uh there were other things that kind of happened along the way that that added to the, the the mental and emotional stress um and i remember i remember this was the moment that kind of like um everything changed while I was at training and this was not long before I left Bali um I turned up to the gym and uh for some reason I I I like started having a really heated discussion with one of my main trainers and it kind of turned into an argument Mm. and then he was like what the what is going on and Mm. and then I just started yelling and he was like we're like what is going on and I was just like burst into tears because he was kind of like got to a point where he was arguing back with me and then I got yeah. really emotional and I burst into tears he pulled me to the side and he was like what what is the matter and I'm like man coach I'm not happy and I said yeah. as soon as I said those words it was like I just sat in front of him and I just cried for like three minutes like it felt like forever mm. and he just sat there and listened he's like man like what's going on like and like all these things had kind of just overcome me mm. and um so surrounded in an environment where we're not allowed to talk about it there were specific feminine issues that again we weren't allowed to talk about the coaches wouldn't understand if we did talk about it yeah, yeah. um and there was this huge um pressure that i had put on myself and from what i had been told that i remembered for months you know like people would say a comment about my weight or my size um and i would yeah, remember this for, for months you know yeah. and so all of this accumulated pressure just broke me your body and was shutting down yeah like, for sure yeah. And, I, and i got i got to a point where um you know like i was uh trying to find things to to deal with it um privately mm. um and i got into some really unhealthy ways of you know some unhealthy coping mechanisms where um you know i i started um displaying kind of signs of bulimia where i was uh, purging um, outside of training when I knew no one was home um, mm. because uh, of these comments and the, the way that I felt. And it wasn't – the thing is, the, none of these comments are uh, malicious. These guys are just no, saying it as a joke. Culture, right? you know? it's, just, it's a joke, you know. Yeah. There is a huge – and that's the thing with fighting is you have to expect it. There, there is a huge focus on making weight. You know, people know that there is a huge focus on making weight, so it is a part of the sport. I'm not saying that it it needs to change – you know, um, we don't need to, um, how do I say this? That it, you can't, you can't change that part about fighting, about the Mm. weight, you know, because in order to optimize your performance, you obviously need to get to a point where you are physically fit and you are ready to fight. But I think that the culture around some of the comments that get said in the gym just Mm. need to be a little bit more mindful around people that are a little bit uh, sensitive to things like that. And uh, I've, now um, I'm now at a, at a point where I feel like it's I, I'm able to manage it a lot better. Mm. Um, but yeah, just uh, and it's an interesting thing. I eh? like the psychology mm. behind it. Like yeah. you talk about optimization of your physical strength, 
but in pursuing that, you're not yeah. getting the optimal yeah. condition for your body. And yeah. so, as a female, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know, like, why do you have to go down to that weight? Can't you go up to the next one? Uh, it's not really that. It's just, uh, like, for me, and I think we were talking about this a little bit before, is like yeah. food is huge for me. You yeah, know, like, yeah. So it's, and it's so much more than just yeah, weight class. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I, it, if, for me, like, I've never really had to cut, cut weight, you know? It's just, if, if I can naturally train myself down, like, I'll get to the weight. It's just, people can um, say things, you know, that, uh, that, just hit me a little bit harder and I think mm. I'm just you know in moments just that's just who I am I'm just a sensitive kind of person you know yeah. um and I know that uh I need to be a little bit more aware of like you know um that side but uh but yeah just for for me um yeah I think the weight stuff like it is is me versus food you know and yeah, yeah. I I have I'm mending the relationship that I have with food. It's a uh, yeah. It's 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 a, it's an ongoing journey because um, it's it's not good. It, mm. you know, it hasn't been good. Um, you know, because you'll get to a point where you'll eat something and then you'll feel bad about it. So, and then everything that you you're thinking about food the whole day. You yeah, know, yeah. From when yeah. you wake up to when you go to sleep. Can I eat this? If I eat this, how much am I going to have to train to get it off? Um, I really, really crave this, but I can't have it. So um, I'm going to go and, you know, go for like a 5K run just to make myself feel something, you know. Maybe yeah, if I yeah. run, it'll make the, the, the cravings go away. Or, um, you know, oh, this person said this thing, you know. Maybe I sh- shouldn't have had that lunch, you know. I'm going to go home and, you know, get rid of it, you know. Yeah, so yeah. my relationship with food is getting better. But, um, yeah, it's a uh, – it's me is like um, – yeah, I guess like I'm just a sweet tooth and I love food. Everyone says I love food. Yeah, so we all love food. Everyone <laughs> does, you know. But um, I think with you're um, a genuine foodie, I reckon. Yeah, though. yeah, I, I, I do, do reckon. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? No, honestly, man, it, it does break my heart to hear what what you're going through. Um, I think I mean I don't think there's anyone that can get it get out of life without mental health challenges. But yeah. just yeah. want to know that we love you. Yeah. That I love you. And if there's ever anything that that we can help out with, please just sing out, get a little bit emotional. But yeah, yeah, you can do this. You can do this for sure. Yeah, I really feel like uh, coming home healed me in a lot of ways. And um, I missed home. Mm. Yeah. It's nothing like it, eh? Yeah. Look at us having a cry cast. I I couldn't look at you when I was singing (laughs) for Karekareana. I couldn't. yeah, it's, and I think that's what added to the, the, the emotion of it all too. I was away from my friends and family yeah. and I was really struggling over there. And um, yeah, I think being home honestly has just healed me so, so much and I'm just so happy. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that you would um, have these mental health challenges if you weren't fighting? Um, yep, I just don't think that would have come to the surface you know, I think that I would have just silently struggled without even really realizing it. And saying that though, um, I think being in an environment where um, you are like physically, mentally, emotionally being really tested and challenged uh, almost every day, you know, like especially if you're in a fight camp, it does kind of put you on this emotional roller coaster where you are kind of dipping in, mm. in peaks and troughs, like um, 
you experience, uh, you know, the 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 um, the the in terms of emotions, like as of living the life of a fighter, you experience like the um, the oh, what's it like the spectrum like yeah. the spectrum of your emotions you experience more than the normal person yeah, in, yeah. A, in an entire lifetime you experience an intense, great depression yeah. you experience a, like an incredible sense of like high when you when you're doing really well and you win and you achieve goals in life but then there's the other side too where there's like you know the low really really and when it's low it's like low you know yeah, and I, yeah. I was going through moments like that like just when I was overseas and I wasn't doing so well with my fighting and I had a uh, a couple fights where they didn't go my way um mm. but I was still putting on incredible fights but they just and I just allowed myself after fights out man I would just go into this deep dark depression and it was like I didn't want to be around people because I felt like oh when they saw me all they saw was like this loser mm. um I didn't want to even leave the house because I just I felt so disappointed in myself that I was I felt like I was letting an entire nation down you know mm. and it's not the case at all but when you're in those moments when those de- deep dark moments you just become so overwhelmed with all of these like thoughts and like um <laughs> yeah it's uh <laughs> yeah it's um yeah so that's that's what i mean is like the spectrum of emotions as a, as yeah. a fighter living as a fight especially if you're you know because it's not a glamorous life a lot of the time, you yeah. know, like a lot of those guys that were living in Bali, man, like the locals that would train with us, they would all live together. Like with a couple of them all in these houses that were like attached to the gym, you know, and these were the local fighters. They, yeah. you know, we don't live this luxury, luxurious life that everyone kind of thinks thinks that we it live. might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Man, it just it does. It sounds super intense. Yeah. Um, but it's also the path of, I guess, when you think about high performance. In any type of situation, whether it's whether it's sport or something physical or yeah. or business or being a doctor, well, you know whatever it yes. is, yeah. it is is challenging and yeah. it forces you to um, look deep inside yourself, eh? And and whatever's in there is going to come to the surface. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, honestly, hats off to you, big ups Thank to you. you for taking like choosing this journey yeah. and taking both the like what you love about it you clearly love so much about it yeah, yeah. but then also what um what comes with that eh? the price that i guess that you have to pay yeah um, for sure. and I, I mean i personally love having really open chats about mental health mm. um one of the things that i hate the most in the world is suicide mm. um and just i guess that loss of hope mm. that comes over people's lives so any opportunity i think to talk about that and yeah, it's for very sure. real for for athletes as well eh? i, I feel like the highs and lows that you do have to go through do yeah. magnify that. Yeah. So, sure. yeah, you're amazing. Thank you. You're so amazing. Are you. <laughs> yeah, no. <Nah. laughs> Manoa was my mentor for a long time, so <laughs> she knows she's amazing because she it goes both. Me. <laughs> it goes both ways. Mentor, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was an awesome chat. I think we're going to wrap it up right there. Cool. But we'll always be a fan. All the best for what's uh, coming out. What is coming up for you, actually? Go um, yeah, good question. So I uh, I would really like to look for an MMA fight. Um, unfortunately, uh, it's hard in New Zealand because uh, is that us one out? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Someone go film Everyone us at the car park. Hey, so, someone go film us at the car park. Let's get famous on like um, what's it called when they like TikTok? No. <laughs> <Top>? Wow. <laughs> no, what's it called? Um, you should do do TikTok. 
No. You God, should. No, no, God, no. Oh, no, no. Come on, no. Nah, I can't do TikTok. I reckon you nah, crack it it's on one. No, nah, honestly, it's one app that I'm like. No, I'm you just, don't have to so do the dances. No, nah, bro, I can't do it. Can't just do, do it. tutorials. <laughs> Teach the art of martial I can't arts. Do it. Yeah, anyway. so um, yeah, so for me, maybe looking and um, when the now that the borders are open, hopefully mm. getting some MMA fights over in Aussie. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what's up, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Staying ready. All the best, girl. Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming on the show. Thank that was you so much. that was a roller coaster, man. It was. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Love you. See you later. <laughs>